Today in Security from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Powered by the Salvation Army. Every day, tough breaks happen to honest folks. But thankfully every day, good people happen to bad things. To give, ask your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army. Or make your gift at SalvationArmyUSA.org. What happens when you remove a police-installed GPS tracker? By Timothy B. Lee from Ars Technica. Back in 2012, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that it's illegal for the police to attach a GPS tracking device to someone's car without a warrant. But what if you find a GPS tracking device on your car? Can you remove it? A little more than a year ago, the state of Indiana charged a suspected drug dealer with theft for removing a government-owned GPS tracking device from his SUV. This month, the state Supreme Court began considering the case, and some justices seemed skeptical of the government's argument. I'm really struggling with how is that theft, said Justice Stephen David during recent oral arguments. One time in Warwick County. The case began in July 2018 when the Warwick County Sheriff's Office got a warrant to attach a GPS tracking device to Derek Hearing's car. Information from a confidential informant had led them to believe that Hearing was using the vehicle to sell meth. The GPS device transmitted data for a little more than a week. Then it stopped. Officers suspected Hearing had discovered and removed it. After waiting another 10 days to see if it would start working again, Detectives applied for a warrant to search Hearing's home and a nearby property belonging to Hearing's parents. U.S. law requires law enforcement to show probable cause that a crime had been committed before engaging in a search. In this case, police said they suspected that Hearing had committed the crime of theft by taking the GPS device. Police did find the tracking device. They also found methamphetamine and drug paraphernalia evidence that police say show that Hearing had been dealing drugs. So, Hearing was charged both with drug dealing and with theft of the GPS device. Is that so wrong? At trial, Hearing's legal team argued that the search had been illegal because the police didn't have probable cause to believe their client had committed theft. The defense pointed out that the device could have fallen off the car by accident or simply malfunctioned. Even if Hearing did take the device off the vehicle, he couldn't have known for sure that it belonged to the government. It wasn't exactly labeled as the property of the Warwick County Sheriff's Office. Most important, it's not clear that taking an unwanted device off your car is theft, even if you know who it belongs to. 
an appellate court ruled against hearing in July, leading to the case reaching the Indiana Supreme Court earlier this month. With the case now at the state's high court, the stakes are high. If Hearing can show that the police lacked probable cause to search his house, he could get all of the evidence gathered in the search thrown out. Not only evidence of GPS device theft, but evidence of drug dealing too. Initially, multiple justices seemed skeptical of the idea that taking a tracking device off your own car amounted to theft. If someone wants to find me and do harm to me, and it's not the police, and they put a tracking device on my car and I find a tracking device, and I dispose of it after stomping on it 25 times, I would hope they would not be able to go to a local prosecutor and somehow I'm getting charges filed against me for destroying someone else's property, Justice David said. A lawyer for the government acknowledged that it would be theft to remove a tracking device put by a private party. But he argued that things are different when the government has a warrant to use a tracking device. The device had a legal basis for being on the car, the lawyer argued. By removing it and preventing tracking, Hearing was depriving the government of the use of its property. The memorandum decision for Hearing v. Indiana from the Indiana Appeals Court is available as a PDF through the government's website. The state Supreme Court is still considering the case after those oral arguments on November 7th. This story originally appeared on Ars Technica. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.